Louie, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Rose? Where we're going, we don't need Rose. No. I am your father. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. You're listening to After the Ending, the only film podcast where we tell you what happens after the ending of your favorite films. And now, here are your hosts, Mike Spring and Phil Edwards. Hello and welcome to After the Ending. I'm Mike Spring. And I'm Phil Edwards. And Phil, we are doing a mini episode this week that is bound to be action-packed and exciting, but nothing good is going to happen until after the episode is over. Is that fairly accurate? That's pretty much it. And what does happen after the episode is over, it's going to be really brief and some people are going to be a little bit puzzled. Other people are going, is that it? And other people are going to be going to be losing their minds over it. It's that kind of That's thing. That's right. Yeah, it's exactly it. So... Uh, we are doing our top five list, and in case you haven't figured it out by now, which I guess is pretty possible because that wasn't really the most detailed intro I've ever given, but we are doing our top five Marvel post-credits scenes. Phil, I'm sure people know what those are, but why don't you explain it to them anyway, just in case? Yes, we all know the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's been quite popular for the past 10 years, and with Avengers Endgame just around the corner, which is the culmination of, is it 20-odd films? 10 years and it's just going to be the end of this chapter we thought we'd look at the post credit scenes and this is when you've been you've sat through the film everything's happened the heroes have won or have they uh, and then we have some the closing credits all the music bam 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 all this the names and then suddenly it you know fades to black again and then it fades up and we see either some of the characters we've just seen or other characters we've yet to see or events and it's just like 30 seconds or a minute of a little teaser of something which makes you go, oh my God, that means we're <laughs> going to see this, or oh, they're still alive, or they're the bad guy, and it's amazing. But it's still, it, what I find bizarre is Marvel do these really well, and you've had them on every single film, but when you go to see these films, even now after 10 years, people still get up and leave, Yeah, and you're going, what are you doing? I know. I just want to. I just go like, have you not even heard of the internet? Yeah. Like, how do you not know that there's still more to come at the end of a Marvel movie? I, I don't understand it. Yeah, there's always something. I mean, they don't always work. Right. But sometimes, usually they do. And even the ones that don't quite work, you're still going, well, especially if you're a comic book fan, you're going, oh, yes, I feel superior to everybody else in the room because I know what that means. <laughs> right, right. I, ca I caught that joke. Yeah. Yes, yes. But that's what we're doing. We're going to be looking at our top five favorite ones of those scenes. Yes, exactly. So these are all from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's not going to include things like the X-Men films, stuff like that. Yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, it's just all the ones from Marvel Studios, yeah. Right. And so, uh, but that's still a pretty big list to choose from. And some of those films have had as many as five after the credit scenes. Uh, so... There's a lot to choose from. Most Marvel movies now in the past few years have had at least, you know, usually two scenes yeah, with yeah. the occasional extra one or two thrown in. So it's a, it's a pretty, there's a lot of scenes to choose from. Yeah, and one of those scenes is, you, if there is more than one, there's like one main scene which is sort of pertinent to the plot or the ongoing storyline in all the films. And then the other one's often just, you know, a little bit of fun, a little bit of silliness. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But still in keeping with the, what's happened. Right. Right. But uh, I do like that. Indeed, I do as well. So, Phil, why don't you kick us off then and give us your number five? Okay, well, one of my number five is one of the sillier ones, but it's still, if you're a comic book fan, it's a real good one. But it's from Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, and it's uh, we, we, we go back to the collector's uh, lair, you know, Benicio Del Toro's character, when it's all just been damaged and things like that. And you just see, uh, you see this duck in a suit, and it's Howard the Duck. You see, you see him briefly when they're there, anybody's there, and he says... 
it says a couple of lines, but it's just, I always liked Howard the Duck, the characters. Howard the Duck, the film, the original film, is a ba- pretty bad film, but I still got a soft spot yeah. for it. But yeah. it was great seeing Howard back in back in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He's now canon, he's there. And also he's very more, his look was a lot more like it was in the comic book. And it was, it was just, it was a lovely little bit. I just go, oh my God, that's amazing. I love it. <laughs> and uh, I hope we do see more of him at some point. Uh, personally, I'd love to see a proper Howard the Duck movie. With you know set within the confines of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but that may not happen. But uh, right. I can I can always hope. That's right, you can indeed. Yes. All right, good choice, Phil. Didn't make my list, but good choice nonetheless. Thank you. Okay, my number five could easily have been my number one, but there's two reasons that it didn't. First of all, it's from the most recent Marvel movie as of this recording, which is Captain Marvel, which just came out about three weeks ago. So I don't. Yeah, wanna, yeah. I'm not going to go into detail. I don't want to spoil it too much. But the other reason is something dawned on me that it could be one of the few times that Marvel, instead of doing a, a an original post credit scene, does one that's a scene from an upcoming movie. Yeah. Uh, my example there is that the post credit scene in Doctor Strange that sees Thor talking with Doctor Strange ends up being an actual scene from Thor Ragnarok. Of course, yeah, yeah. And so I have the feeling that the first post credit scene from Captain Marvel might be a scene from Avengers Endgame, which as of this recording again has not come out. So that's why it's my number five and not my number one. But boy, did I love it. (laughs) It's a really great scene. And like I said, I'm not going to go into details because I'm sure there are some people who may not have gotten around to seeing Captain Marvel yet. Uh, If you haven't, I highly recommend it. Of course, make sure you stay for the after the credits scene. But I really, really love the first one. I will say that it, it it's it's just a cool scene for one, but it also really nicely sets up the events that are going to take place in Avengers Endgame. So that's my number five. That, that's a good pick because I did like that the way it suddenly you go because you're expecting. Well, you're just going, oh, well, I wonder. And then suddenly going, whoa, OK, that was right. quick. And yeah, but uh, yeah, I like that one. Very cool. OK, my number four is from Iron Man 3, mm. which some people... Kind of, I, I really like this one. It's the one Shane Black where, as it's been going on, it's where Tony Stark has been sort of telling us this, he's got a voiceover, he's narrating the tale. It keeps coming back to him and he's talking about stuff. And it's only when he gets to the post-credits see, uh, scene that you realise he's lying on the couch and he's been telling his story uh, to Bruce Banner, right, Mark Ruffalo. Uh, um, but uh, he's, you know, he's been opening his heart, telling about all his feelings and everything. And you realise that uh, Bruce Banner's slept through it all. Pretty much, and it yeah. just it just and he wakes up and they talk a bit, and then he tell he, ke- he keeps going to Tony, he keeps going. I keep telling you, I'm not that kind of doctor, <laughs> and I just like I just like the fact because it was the Science Brothers back together again, and it was just thought it was a nice, nice little in the in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. There's not there's, there are some moments where it's just relaxed and it's just the, the, the team or a couple of people just uh, just being together. But I just like this the fact that they're talking. There was no action. There was nothing else. It was just this, and it was a funny little scene, and it was done rather well, and that's my number four. An excellent, excellent pick. Uh, I almost thought you were picking mine for a minute, and it surprised me because my number four is from Iron Man 2. Oh, okay, yeah. Which is not one of my favorite Marvel films. Yes. But it, the post credit scene is where we get uh, Agent Coulson out in New Mexico, and he's, I believe, on the phone or a, some kind of communicator to Nick Fury, and he says something along the lines of, you know, Sir, we found it. And then it cuts over to what they found, and it's Thor's hammer. It's Mjolnir, you know, kind of not buried, but like stuck in the ground, you yeah, know. Yeah. And I, that's such a cool scene to me just because it was so early on in the Marvel universe at that point still. We really didn't have many Marvel films yet. It's not like now where you're getting two or three a year. And it, you know, it teased the upcoming Thor film. And, and of course, for for diehard, you know, any comics fan is going to know that's Thor's hammer. It was like, oh, that's so cool. That's exciting. It was just a really great tease. One of the first real teases 
of the next movie coming up that Marvel did. And it's just a really well done scene. Uh, so that's my number four. An excellent choice. Yes, I like that one myself. A real good choice. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, then. My number three is from Avengers Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's basically with all the Marvel films before then, it's sort of been teasing Th- uh, Thanos, but we hadn't really seen much of him. We'd, you just saw bits and pieces of him, but this was the yep. one, the post credit scene. You finally, uh, you, you finally just see like this this door. Oh, you, you see like the Infinity Gauntlet in like some kind of, I don't want to say cupboard. That seems silly. <laughs> uh, anyway, you see, you see, you see the Infinity Gauntlet, but without the Infinity Gems, it's it's on a stand and it's 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 in something. Uh, it's enclosed, and then that suddenly opens up, and you see Thanos, and he puts his hand in and brings out the gauntlet, and that's we we hear him we hear him say, "I'll do it myself," and you're suddenly going, "Oh my gosh, it's all right. going to kick off now." Because uh, Thanos is going to be more of a, he's going to be more on the scene instead of working behind the scenes, and it's uh, I, I really like that one. And you, you're going, oh, it's all going to get real, and that's my yeah. number three. Yeah, that's a great pick. It is. It, I almost put that on my list actually. Just I just couldn't squeeze it in because there's so many other yeah, ones yeah, that yeah, I, yeah. I like. But that's a really terrific scene. All right, well, my number three is a tie. Uh, it is between two scenes that are uh, more humorous than anything. They don't really add anything to the story at all. In fact, they're only tangentially related to the story of the films. Uh, but I really love them both. Uh, one of them is from Spider-Man Homecoming, and the other one is from The Avengers. And the yeah. one from Spider-Man Homecoming is, of course, where you know Captain America, he's doing another one of the, um, the like educational videos that he, you see him doing a little yeah, bit yeah. earlier on in the film. And he's like, now we're going to talk about patience. And you know, it's kind of a, a nice little nod because it's the last scene of the film and you've waited and waited. And then he's like, do I have to keep, how many of these do I have to do? You know, he, he gets frustrated. It's just so funny and perfect. And it's that, it's a perfect example of Marvel's sense of humor and also of, of Chris Evans just really, just really gets the cap character. And it's, I think it's a perfect nod. And the, the other one, of course, is the Avengers. And this is really a th- real throwaway scene, but I love it. It's at the end of the very end. And they actually added it almost right before the film came out where it's just all the Avengers sitting around a table at a you know yeah. a Middle Eastern restaurant eating shawarma, which Tony Stark references as a complete throwaway line in the film. And most people didn't even know what shawarma was at that point. And it's just the whole team sitting there looking completely exhausted and beaten up and wiped out and just sitting there like chewing their food, not saying a word to each other. And I love it. The camera just holds on them, you know, yeah, for you, 20 you, seconds. You could really see them doing that as if, you know, the heroes right. were just going, let's just, yeah, let's just go get something to eat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I just, I love the idea that after they save the world, they're like, let's go get some shawarma. And then you just sit there and like collapse. It's just so funny and endearing. And it's, again, indicative of what Marvel does so, so well with their humor and their character building. So those are my number three, Spider-Man Homecoming and The Avengers. I like both of them, yeah. And I also like the the shawarma one because when we first met up in New York, we went for shawarma in New York City. That's right, so, yeah. yeah. It was, so, and yeah. it was great. <laughs> that was a real fun experience. And we were just like The Avengers. People would probably confuse us <laughs> with some of The Avengers. That's right, yes, yes. Yeah. I do get mistaken for almost all of them. Yeah. So. I think I think people are thinking I was Thor because you've got a bit uh, of a beard. Right, yeah, yes. Yeah. I, I get Scarlet Witch a lot, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure how to take that. But, oh, so just, know. just You've got, got to own it, Mike. Own it. Right. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I just got to accept it and, and, and move on. What can you do? Yeah, that's, that's always the best attitude. Okay, though, but uh, my number two is one you've already mentioned. It's uh, Iron Man 2. It's the one where we see Thor's hammer. Ah, very good. Again, for the reasons why you suddenly, we knew it was coming, but suddenly to see this, you know, you, you see the hammer, you're going, oh my God, Thor's coming. But also you're going... But why is the hammer there? And where's Thor? Right, that's right. How, how did it get there? And you go and, but it's 
what's happened to Thor for it to be there? Yeah. And I really like that. It was foreshadowing things, the character, the storyline. Uh, we also saw more of Coulson. Uh, yeah, just that was a great little one which really helped. It suddenly opened up the uh, the cinematic universe and uh, it did it did it really well. Right, right. Yeah. Well, obviously I agree because it made my list. <laughs> okay, then would you want to, what's your number two, Mike? All right, well, my number two is, is once again from not one of my favorite Marvel movies. Uh, it is from Thor The Dark World. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or Thor 2. And um, which I, I don't find to be one of the, the better Marvel movies, although I do need to revisit it. I think it's one of the few I've only seen once. Mm-hmm, um, but mm-hmm. it's the second post credit scene, and I, I really I really love it, and it's one that a lot of people didn't see for some reason because there was one, uh, there was a main scene. I think this was one of the first ones to do a secondary post credit scene. Yeah. Um, so anyway, what happens is basically it's, you know, the whole film has ended, everything's all finished, and... And Jane Foster, I forget where she is, maybe on a rooftop or on the street or something. And all of a sudden, the the Bifrost opens and Thor steps out and grabs her and just gives her this gigantic kiss. And to me, it's actually the best scene in the entire film because even though Jane Foster got kind of written out of the of the universe, you know, the, the first film, I really enjoyed their chemistry. The second film, you know, there's a lot about them kind of being separated and, and Thor trying to rescue Jane Foster. And I, I liked the romance between the two characters. And so... To, to me, as a romantic, the best scene of the film is that, that at the very, very end where Thor just literally comes back from across the universe just to sort of prove that he loves, you know, this woman and, and give her this gigantic kiss. I think it's a great scene. I think it's really heartfelt. It's romantic. Um, and it's really rewarding if you stick around to the end to see it. I think it, it caps the movie nicely. So that's my number two. An excellent choice. Yeah, I do I do quite like that. I know some people don't, but I, I like that. As you say, it's sort of just it was, it was just a pure character thing, wasn't it? Just shows yeah. the, you know. A, a bit. I was a bit sad the way these sorts of Jane Foster's character got less and less. Yeah, yeah. But she... I think that's because Nat- I think that was a lot to do with like Natalie Portman and schedules and things like that. But uh, these things happen. Well, and I think with the, f- the the structure of the films too, it would have been hard to find a place for her in like Thor Ragnarok. You know, he's yeah, only barely yeah. on Earth for a couple scenes. So where do you fit her into that? You yeah, know? yeah, that's true. But uh, no, good choice. Thank you. Okay, that was, we're coming up to number one now. I wonder whether we both got the same number one. Yeah, hard to say. We've we've varied quite a bit so yeah, far yeah, on our list. Yeah. So uh, I guess we'll see. Okay, well, my number one goes right back to the beginning, and it is Iron Man. Mm. And it's the bit where, after all that's happened, Tony Stark comes home and turns on the light just to hear a voice uh, inviting him to join the Avengers, Avengers Initiative. And it's uh, Sam Jackson's Nick Fury. The first time we see him, First mentioned the Avengers and people just lost their mind. I know I did when this happened because we knew we knew the plan was to build up to the Avengers, but nobody knew how whether Iron Man was going to be a success or not because it was in the mainstream. Iron Man wasn't that well known a character. If you're in the comics, you knew Iron Man, right? Uh, but it was a bit of a, a bit of a gamble on Marvel's part when you think about it. And also having Robert Downey Jr. with his uh, you know his personal life, you know various things with well, we all know what it, what's what went on there, but it's. Uh, it was it was it was a gamble, but having that bit at the end, people were going, "Oh my God, yeah, the Avengers is a possibility." We didn't know whether it would pay off. Right. Obviously, it did. Right. But at the time, you're just going. I remember watching, just going, "Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, all these things that we're gonna have, please let it happen." I'm just be so excited seeing it, and uh, took my breath away and made me giddy. I want to admit it. It made me giddy. I want to own giddiness. <laughs> I was going, oh, yes. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and that's uh, that's my number one. Very good choice. It was not my number one pick, oh, though, good. I will okay. say. I cool, went in cool. a different direction. I like it. Um, and, and I will say it's it's... I picked it based on the reaction I had in the theaters. So it's a similar feel, although a very different scene. Yeah, yeah. Now, I will say I'm about to get real spoilery 
Uh, and these are for more recent films. So I will warn you ahead of time, if you have not yet seen Avengers Infinity War or Ant-Man and the Wasp, you may want to skip ahead uh, because I'm going to spoil kind of, well, I'm not going to spoil the ending of Ant-Man and the Wasp, but I will spoil the after the credits scene. But it is from Ant-Man and the Wasp, my number one. And it is the scene where Scott Lang goes into the microverse. He's doing some sort of research or project or whatever. And you've got you know, Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer and, and, and Evangeline Lilly, you know, get the wasp and the wasp and the, the previous Ant-Man, you know, up on the roof and they're they're running the machinery. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, and he's like, you know, he's going, hey, guys, I'm doing all this stuff and, and I'm getting this. And he's like, OK, guys, I think I'm ready to get out before, you know, really bad stuff happens to me. And they cut back to the roof and you just see all three of them turning into dust because Thanos has snapped his fingers. And so, the you know, then then Paul Rudd, right. Paul Rudd is going, guys. Guys, and that's where it ends. So the end of Ant-Man and the Wasp is Paul Rudd, you know, Ant-Man, Scott Lang, trapped in the microverse on a timetable because bad things are going to happen if he's in there too long. Um, and I just remember, you know, watching the film and I really enjoyed it. It was just a fun kind of caper, you know, action comedy superhero. Really had nothing to do with Infinity War. Wasn't expecting it to tie into Infinity War because the whole film took place, you know, before that. Yeah, that's right. And then, you know, you're, you're watching this after the credit scene and it just didn't even dawn on me until they cut to them, you know, blowing away as dust in the wind. And it was just like, oh, my God, like what a great cliffhanger that was. And I remember I was with a friend of mine and we both just looked at each other and we're like, oh, my God, like, holy crap. I can't believe they did that. It was just such a cool, you know, like I said, fun kind of cliffhangery way to end it. And still to the point where, though, if you didn't stay for the after the credit scene, it doesn't take away from the end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Because the story is all wrapped up. So I just I really loved that scene. Um, and that's my number one because it was just the one where I think I had the most visceral reaction sitting in the theaters. Yeah, so. that, that's an excellent choice. And it is, as you say, it doesn't spoil the film, but what happens in it is huge. Right, right. Big implications. Yeah, you've got three three main characters. One of them who'd only just been introduced just like minutes before. Like right. Michelle Fiverr's character. And suddenly they're gone. And they're the yeah. ones with the brains because Paul was <laughs> Right. He's right. clever, but not not with all the not all the sciencey bits. But it's yeah, and and it just makes you go, and it just makes you suddenly go, oh my god, what's going to happen? How's he going to get out of there? Uh, and there was also the mention of the time vortices or whatever things to watch out for. But yeah, that was a great. That's a great choice. I can see why it was your number one. Yeah, that was it. Was it was just like I said, it was a good gut punch, you know, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. So those are our top five Marvel after the credit scenes. Uh, really, I I thought a good list. So very little overlap, but all yeah, really yeah, really yeah. good fun scenes. Yeah, I like I like that both. Uh, yeah, two good lists. I think I think everybody's going to have like a pretty different list as well. Yeah, I mean, I think the different there's so many different types of scenes. You know, some that are kind of cliffhangery, some that are funny, some that are really in. You know, you only get them if you know yeah, yeah, the Marvel yeah. comics. So each scene is going to appeal to different people, I think. So other people may have you know completely different top five lists, but that's what makes this fun. But uh, I I think they just add that nice little cherry on the top yeah i agree it's just a nice little extra thing to kind of keep your enjoyment going because you know for the most part you're having a blast watching marvel movies and then it's just like this little extra thing and you're like oh that's pretty cool yeah yeah it's a nice touch i'm glad they carried them on to all the films yes yes likewise all right well there you go so those are our top five marvel post credit scenes hopefully you enjoyed listening to them but that is going to wrap us up for now so as always we thank you greatly for listening i'm mike spring and i'm phil edwards and we'll see you next week after the end I suppose we should we could do with having a post credit se- sequence, post credit scene for the end of this episode. Oh yeah, we could. Damn, we? Th- why wish did we that- thought of that ahead of time. Yeah, why did you just think of this now? <laughs> it's so obvious. Why didn't I think of it when I was? Do- uh, that would have been that would have been helpful.
Hello and welcome to After the End. I'm going to do that again. I sounded a little bit like I was like a Norwegian like lumberjack. <laughs> Hello. Hello. So good, you Welcome to the show. Like, it's very good. Welcome to the show. Very cool. Did not make my list, but that's okay. Uh, it's, it's still a great pick. That sounded so condescending. I don't know why. <laughs> Keep it in. Um, it's great. Yeah, thanks. Um, thanks, Mike. I appreciate that. <laughs> I know you meant that from the bottom of your heart. I'm not trying to be a duck. See what I did there? Yes. Well, yeah. Like, all right. I really did, Mike. And I'm not being sarcastic saying that. <laughs> okay, you tell me your number five. I'm going to be really interested. Uh, until uh, So as always, I thank you greatly for listening. I thank you. Holy crap. <laughs> Hmm, Mike, would you care to join me? <laughs> yes, mm -hmm. yes, I would. Try the fish. <laughs> totally worth it. Yeah. Totally worth it. It's cool, but it's a real old one. Yay! <laughs> <laughs>